Today, I bring company. I always bring staff with me. Sometime, I will not. I actually thought a good idea to show you this. This one, do you know what this is? Can you, can you see? Yeah? This is actually from 1926, and it is Japanese. And this is Hiroshi. This one, obviously, is not Japanese. This one is Abram, and it's roughly from the same period, around 1920, something like that. This one is, this picture is in oil, and this is Russian, and it represents, it's a depiction of Abram, and Abram was a merchant. And this one is a Japanese depiction in, um, it's a print, um, it is Hiroshi, also a merchant. And you might be thinking, what these two pictures have to do with the reading today? Why am I bringing this? What kind of question is that? Let me tell you a story. Actually, I'm going to tell you two. Do you like stories? Yes? Yes, me too. I love them. So, once upon a time, in a tranquil village, very nice, Hiroshi, a humble bamboo merchant, earned renown for his honesty. He was honest. A traveler testing him with a purchase. You know, the traveler didn't have anything else to do, so he wanted to test Hiroshi. Let's see how trustworthy, how honest this man Hiroshi is. Accidentally, well, accidentally, gave too much money to Hiroshi. Hiroshi, instead of keeping the money, what did he do? He actually returned the excess of money, saying, In this bamboo heaven, haven, honesty is our currency. News of his integrity and honesty spread, attracting customers from afar. Hiroshi's shop became a symbol of trust, and the village flourished. Now, this is a Japanese folk tale called The Honest Merchant. And a question for you. I don't think it's very difficult, and I expect you to <laughs> tell me. What is the teaching of this tale? Don't be shy. We're just a few. This is like a family. No one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, please, go ahead. I guess the merchant has faith that their future will be provided for if they follow their heart. Well, it, it is, it is indeed. How important it is to be honest. We find a different story in the Jewish tradition, which is the second picture that I showed you before. Abram is a merchant known for his honesty. He lived in market town. A traveler tested him 
and everybody's testing all these merchants by buying spice. But Abram again gave more than he paid for. He quickly admitted the error, offering the extra as a gift. Impressed, the traveler spread Abram's reputation. Very similar. It's really amazing that in these two different traditions, the Jewish and the Japanese, we find these conveying points. It's almost the same. So, after that, hearing of Abram's honesty, the town's rabbi, the town's you know, teacher, entrusted him with precious gems. He gave him a treasure. Months later, the rabbi returned, and Abram returned the gems. He didn't touch them. He could have flee away. He could have gone anywhere else and be a rich man in another village. The rabbi praised Abram, and the tale of the honest merchant became a lasting lesson on the value of truth and integrity. So, these two stories, you know, is an illustration of truth, integrity, and honesty. Um, this is what my sermon, my message is going to be about today. Very simple. Truth, integrity, and honesty. Today's readings remind us that the importance of the gospel is that it is the truth. As simple as that. We need the truth to pursue what is truly good in life, not illusions. In today's first reading, read in English, Moses, about to part ways with the Israelites, promises them a prophet, that a prophet will be sent to teach them after he is gone. A prophet speaks on behalf of God, which is why the Lord is harsh on those who say their teaching is from God or from false gods. The people of Israel were so frightened by the Lord on Sinai, on the mount, you can imagine that supernatural event, that they wanted to have somebody in the middle, somebody, you know, to keep a little bit of distance from God, someone who would speak to the Lord on their behalf. The prophet promised by Moses is our Lord, sent by the Father, and he teaches us the truth about God's will for our lives. In today's gospel, the crowds see something different in this young rabbi, Pranasaurus, Jesus, who is starting his teaching. Why do his words have a weight to them that they didn't find in their scribes? I'm going to repeat the question, and I want you to think for a few seconds. Why do the words of Jesus have a weight to the people that they couldn't find in the scribes? They bear the weight of truth. Now, it is a human trait, um, it's a psychological trait, that something inside us resonates when we hear the truth. And for the crowds in today's gospel, they know our Lord's teaching 
rings true. It speaks to something in their hearts. Be it a call to conversion or a confirmation of the upright life they're trying to lead. We need the truth. And our Lord is the truth personified. Society today focuses a lot on opinion. What everybody think about something. We have so many different opinions. But often these opinions don't go very deep. They're just to stay in the surface. They are shallow. Today, many people don't want to speak out at all for fear of being labeled as judgmental. But also, at times, out of a mistaken idea that two apparently irreconcilable beliefs can be true, like black and white, how can these two things, completely opposite, can be true at the same time? Everyone's got the, their truth, and nobody should be questioning it. We should respect what other people say. This attitude loses sight of the fact that there is a truth to everything and that we are all seeking to understand it and embrace it in our lives. The gospel brought to us by our Lord brings that truth to us. It helps us cut through opinions that may veil untruths. The gospel today has been preached for millennia, but it's the truth that sets us free. I invite you and me to listen to our Lord with renewed attention today through his word, confident that it is the truth, and not be shy about helping others learn the truth as well, the people around us. Even in the time of Moses, as we heard in today's first reading, God was already announcing the future arrival of Jesus, the Savior. Salvation was and is in his agenda for human history. This salvation has been the secret behind Christianity's constant expansion throughout the past 2,000 years. Unlike any other religious creeds, Christianity doesn't offer us wealth, success, pleasure, popularity in this life. It doesn't. In fact, Jesus said that following him involves taking up our cross every day. Suffering goes with the name of Christian. But Christianity does offer a real, personal, and everlasting friendship with God through Jesus Christ. And that is what our hearts yearn for most deeply, because that is what they were created for. This friendship with Jesus includes the forgiveness of sins, wisdom, peace of heart, 
amid life's struggles. Yes, there are struggles, but with Jesus, those struggles get mitigated. And we have the hope of heaven. It makes sense of life's mysteries by helping us see them as God does. In John's Gospel, the Lord told Pontius Pilate that all who were on the side of truth would hear his voice. Pilate responded, what is truth? His actions would later show he really had no idea what was the truth. He had an innocent man, tortured and then crucified. Our Lord has come to bring us the truth, and as he teaches us, the truth will make us free. The moral of the story. While everyone agrees that lying is wrong, not everyone holds little white lies up to the same standard, small lies, to save us from millions of situations. It's so easy for us to lie. It seems the easy way out. When we are faced with the possibility of hurting someone's feelings, or getting into trouble. If our Lord Jesus Christ lied or had lied on the Sanhedrin, he would have saved himself a lot of suffering. But he also would have denied the truth. Don't leave yourself any wriggled room this week. Tell the truth. With God's help, let us pray. Eternal God, grant us courage to face our illusions, discern fact from fiction, and seek the clarity of genuine understanding. Illuminate our minds with your divine light, guiding us in humility and kindness as we navigate life's complexities. May the pursuit of truth be our constant companion, leading us to a deeper connection with you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.